All right, we're live. Hey. Hey, we're back. Yo. Another one of these. Yo. For one of these. <laughs> Another one of these podcasts. Yep. Who made it through four hours of Justice League last weekend? How was it? I did it. Paul, did you do it? I did, yeah. It's good. It It is better than the last one, that's for sure. Um, I was honestly surprised that I didn't feel, like, exhausted getting through it. Like, it didn't really feel like it was like, this is taking forever, just end. Which I was shocked about. Yeah. It is too long, though. But it, then again, like, the thing that got me this week is there's a lot of people being like, oh, four hours. These are the same people that watch a full anime season in a weekend. Like, come Four on, hours man. for a movie is pretty <laughs> damn long, though. It is long. It's if you're a binge long. watcher, you don't have any right. I'm not a binge watcher, so for me, I had to take it piece by piece. Like, I took it in, like, three chunks, essentially. Oh, okay. I didn't sit through the whole thing. Okay, and I, I did it in one sitting. Like, yeah, that's gross. I, it got to the point where, like, like I was telling my girlfriend, like, you better hurry up and get ready because it's like we're cutting into our bedtime. I'm saying at like <laughs> 630 in the evening. I'm like, this is oh, just your God. sleep. You're getting annoyed. You're losing out on. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there was, in the- there was um, yeah. definitely like uh, they, g- they gave the Flash and Cyborg. Cyborg. A, a much better roles and stuff. They're not just kind of like shoehorned in there. Um, they felt really important, actually, in this movie. Yeah, they in the last one, they're like things. barely used at all. It's, and you said Darkseid isn't in the last one, and he's like nope. definitely a threat in the a looming threat in this whole movie. Yeah. Um, Steppenwolf actually has like a like a backstory and like character motivation in this one. He had nothing of that in the last one besides, you know, destroy Earth. I um, it, I could see like, yeah, I mean, he isn't too, too important, but it is nice that they gave him some stuff for sure. I, I, I'm still blown away. You guys were saying Darkseid basically isn't in the first one. It's like, that's not insane at all. to me. Not at all. <laughs> that's fucking insane. He's not referenced. Well, because keep in mind, everything in this movie involving Steppenwolf is pretty much yeah. new in, in the theatrical cut. He's just like a villain to fight. Like, you don't get like any screen time with him trying to do anything or why he's doing stuff. He just shows up to steal the boxes and fight the guys. That's it. No motivation sure. whatsoever. So th- there's not even like a chance Weird. really to put dark side in there. Um, Weird. Yeah, some some fun little, you know, Easter eggs for like the rest of the DC universe that are definitely like really shoehorned in there. I think this movie, despite being four hours, is still kind of messy. Oh, totally. Yeah, especially that (laughs) epilogue. Like, what is that scene? (laughs) That thing is nonsense. (laughs) So no lie, when that was playing, I thought for like, did I like doze off for a second? Like, what the fuck just happened? Why is this happening now? And it's like, yeah. oh, that's why. But yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> what a weird ending. It's yeah, it's super odd. And and, and just almost like and like it goes on for so long. And like the monologues happening are just like, what are you guys even talking? Who cares? <laughs> what is it, it is complete nonsense that epilogue. there is so much setup for like other movies or whatever. 
it like there's so much setup. But well, I also think the plan is know. they're never going to do anything with that. But I don't know. Maybe fans will will it into existence like they did this movie. Um, yeah. They are, however, I believe tomorrow releasing the black and white version of the Snyder Cut. Are you going to watch it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> you could. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I basically watch the. I basically watched the black and white cut. That movie has very little color in it. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, you know, I kind of came out of similar feelings of the first one of like the Wonder Woman is still great. You know, the Amazon yeah. stuff is still super cool. I like I like that. Um, yeah. Aquaman is a lot less funny in this one than he was in the Snyder in the in, uh, in the, uh, the theatrical cut. And it actually kind of makes sense because from what I understand, they tried to put more humor into that one um with with the popularity of like the marvel movies around that time versus how poorly uh batman v superman was received and that one was like ultra you know gritty so they tried sure. to lighten it up and i guess they just got rid of all of his jokes for this one because uh, yeah. i remember liking aquaman in, in the theatrical cut and i didn't care much for him yeah in this one for sure he's barely like even a thing in this so yeah whatever uh, um the, fl- the flash just kind of made me like I had to just keep explaining a bunch of stuff to my girlfriend. I'm like, you know, they actually did a lot better with in the TV show. And <laughs> oh, he actually he, he got yeah. his powers this way. And like, you should probably watch the TV show if you like the flash. Um, Was but, there still know, th- in that other one, that awkward like car crash scene where he's no. just like oogling a there woman is, for there is 10 so minutes. little flash in the other one, like. You don't get any kind of development for him. You basically get the part where Bruce Wayne shows up at his lair. And he's oh, like, weird. hey, I need, you on, okay. I need you on the team. That's okay. The, the whole introduction is, is that scene and the one just before where they see him on the security footage. That's right, your, yeah, yeah. that. And then he's just on the team. Let's go. That's it. There's, there's he's kind of just on the team. Let's go in this as well. But it makes they sense. Give him a lot he's, more. Yeah, like the, like the car crash yeah. scene. That's a lot more. That's completely uh, new. Um, and then the whole thing during the fight where he like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to spoil what he does, but there's a pretty cool mo- moment with the flash during like the pinnacle fight scene. Which, that was actually probably my favorite part of this movie. And that's totally new. Okay. Um, oh, wow. What? See, I want to know like, what is totally, I should probably just watch that piece of shit cut at some point and just be like, <laughs> Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, surprisingly now's probably your best time while the other one's fresh in your head um yeah 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 and then you should watch the black and white one to see if like emotionally what's different uh-huh uh and then for sure yeah it, i'm sure it would experience make, i'm sure it would make a huge difference for sure yeah 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 uh i also wanted to call out another movie i watched this weekend that i liked more uh this is okay. uh, a ne- netflix movie called the last blockbuster i watched this as well sure oh look at you copying me cool did you enjoy it um, it was interesting. Yeah, it's very much like Obu oh, who the 90s and like I kind of get it a little bit. Uh, it's actually more literally about that last blockbuster and the family story behind it, which was kind yeah. of interesting. I mean, it, it, yeah. sh- it should be. It, so this is about the, the final blockbuster that's in Bend, Oregon currently right now. It's the last blockbuster in yeah. the world. And it's just kind of the story of like what they've gone through the last couple of years, how they're holding on, yada, yada. I would have I would have really appreciated if there was a little more um, kind of people at the blockbuster company being interviewed. Yeah, 
there's like none of that really it's it's kind of weird the people they got in- interviewed are like the most c and d list actors that you could possibly think of to talk about yeah. how much they enjoy movies and how blockbuster obviously you know anyone Shaped who grew up in the 90s you probably like blockbuster if you like movies and then some of them worked at a blockbuster so they have a couple anecdotes about like hiding in the return bins section and scaring people <laughs> yeah. and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but some people in there is just like, Oh, I haven't seen this person since probably like 15 years ago in that show. He was in like, what is this Jamie guy? Kennedy? Yeah. Just a few people yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's cool. I think it's definitely worth a watch. Um, it's sure. pretty interesting. Yeah, it's fine. One thing that slight disconnect for me is it is, you know a bit of a love letter to the 90s they're they're showing specifically like vhs tapes and and the blockbuster yeah. vhs tape which is a little different for me and i would assume you two as well being canadian because we had blockbuster up until like 2012 yeah something like that yeah so my okay. more attachment isn't like you know 90s blockbuster it's like dvds you know it's 2000s blockbuster just because we had it longer than the states but i'm assuming if you know, and any kind of American, they lost Blockbuster before we did. So there's a bit more of a connect there for them. That was just kind of one little thing that I, I, I was thinking about during that movie. Um, it's cool. I think it's worth a watch. I really want to go visit it. Um, yeah. And I, I think I'm going to because I can make that happen. <laughs> it is uh-huh. it is like an eight, nine hour drive from here. OK, and I really and I really bad. like Oregon. And I really like Portland. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if sometime this year you see like a selfie on my Twitter. Port- feed a Portland me, trip. Well, it's not Portland. It's like three hours away from Portland. But yeah, on the way to Portland. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and make my way there. Um, maybe get a shirt or something. I don't know. Yeah, I worked at Blockbuster for a month. Sure. It was longer than that, wasn't it? It was about a month well actually it was yeah it would maybe two months i think i only ever had like three shifts though I yeah that was it's weird freshman college anyway john what's been up with you for the last week uh yep that's it okay nice Oh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much nothing going on. To be honest, it's just, uh, just working basically. You were you were setting up for uh, something this weekend. Do you want to talk about that, yeah. or is that a secret? Yeah, I can talk about that. So, uh, okay. I we were late starting the podcast because of me because uh, I was testing out uh, things for Saturday. So Friday and Saturday, my buddy Gerard, the completionist, is running a charity fundraiser for uh, the Video Game History Foundation. They're a group basically that works on preserving games and finding old prototypes and stuff like that. And uh, Saturday night around 7 o'clock my time, we're going to be doing a Link to the Past and Super Metroid multi-world randomizer. So what that basically means is we're both playing at the same time Link to the Past and Super Metroid. And... We're finding items in one game that could go to another player completely. So I could be I could be in Link to the Past, open up a chest. It could be super missiles for Gerard's Super Metroid game. Oh, Can you give okay. it to him, or is it just? Yeah, so that's how that's how it works. It just connect. We connect to a server online, and it just goes back and forth. 
so we were playing uh, earlier to make sure it was actually working fine uh he kept sending me items and, and vice versa and like if you die like it remembers what ones that you got from the other player and gives them right back to you and stuff like that it's actually pretty well set up it was honestly impressive i was running it on a super nintendo oh nice okay, okay. yeah so I'm excited for that. That's going to be Saturday night, seven o'clock over at twitch.tv slash the completionist. How is the Super Nintendo connecting to the Internet? Uh, I'm using an SD to SNES cartridge. Which is uh, you can just put like ROMs on there, no problem. But it also has a uh, a mini USB port on it that you can hook up to your computer. And there's a program running on my computer that connects to the cartridge that sends all the data online. It's the right same on. way you can do crowd control with it. Cool. Nice. I didn't know that. Cool. Very, very cool. All right. Paul, any last words before we start the show? No. All right. This is the Top Down Perspective for March 25th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. <clears throat> John Wheeler. Paul, have you been playing anything? I just finished the Outer Worlds DLC, so you and I can chat about that if you want. Um, no yeah, spoilers, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. I, so I played it? through it this week. I'm oh, done. Okay. okay. Uh, I, think, I think I did everything. Uh, I want to that it was really funny. I thought the writing was pretty funny. I liked a lot of the characters I ran into. Uh, yeah. It's, it's way better than the first DLC. Like, finish, after I wrapped it up, I'm like, yeah, this felt like a full-blown, like, great thing. I really like... Uh, murder on Eridanos quite a bit. Um, it definitely felt more kind of like its own thing. Like yeah. the whole time I was thinking back to the other DLC and I can like barely remember anything that happened in that one. And I think yeah. that might be because it just kind of felt like another section of the outer worlds. Like it was just kind of more outer worlds. Whereas this is a, like a unique twist on what the outer worlds is. Um, sure. With the whole murder mystery thing. I will say, though, some of the uh, I don't know what I would call this, if it's like a pacing issue or or like a, a narrative issue. I got to the part where I had like done every mission and I needed to accuse someone. And I was like, yeah, I I have no idea. Am I missing? Am I missing like a quest that like actually ties someone to something? Um, And I'm not I won't say much more about that because I'm getting pretty close to spoiling some stuff, but. I wasn't yeah. missing anything. So I guess kind of the PSA <laughs> is just like do everything you think you can do and then just good luck. Yeah. Um, so it's, it is a weird kind of structure. If you think of the campaign as like, let's say the quests for like the main story stuff are one, two, three, four. And then like you uh, can accuse somebody you like are expected to kind of do offshoots to like find out information about each other character at like step four and then accuse somebody, or you can accuse somebody right away if you like really think it's them. Um, so I did do both endings, uh, like the true ending, I guess is, uh, what people are calling it. And then the other one, which is not the ending you would probably usually ever do if you're a sane human (laughs) being, because it doesn't make any sense that you would. Um, and they seem to kind of, it seems to be one of those things that unfortunately, no matter how you do it, like whoever you accuse, it plays out kind of the same. And the real choice is like after the accusation. So like the accusation part has less importance than I think it should. Maybe is my only gripe with it, 
But sure. in the end, it's kind of not about the accusation. It's kind of about the weird, stupid thing that the it's the friends you made along the way is doing. It kind of is a little bit, yeah. And the red herrings that like you fi- you basically find out at some point, like, oh, I guess this was a red herring, or was it not? And you kind of like have to see. You have to follow things through to see if it is or not, if it's important or not. And you could very easily just be like. Oh, this guy obviously has rage issues, but maybe like maybe he doesn't because there was also these gorilla people there that could have broken the thing that people are saying he broke or whatever. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird and it's probably like what you need to do for a detective type thing. Just throw in a bunch of like loose ends that could be like ambiguous if it's something important or not and then you kind of like wrap it up in the end anyway, like in your mind, you can kind of decide based on the information who you think is uh, the villain. It becomes pretty apparent at some point that you're just like, oh, this guy's probably the villain because he's evil. (laughs) Like this guy is fucked. So, but then they play on that as well. Yeah, it's cool. It's a very cool thing. Yeah, well, I think kind of the mark of like a good mystery or just a story in general is when they throw out all these different loose ends, do they tie them up or do they just kind of forget about them? And right. it, at that point, it, like it just it does become a, and that, and that is a red herring. I feel like this one wrapped up everything that I was I could think of for um, the most part. If it, yep. if it didn't wrap one up, I guess I had forgotten about it, but it was definitely because there's like a part of the end where you can kind of just. You know, it's a, it's a, also a game about dialogue, so you can kind of just yeah. go through everything with someone, and they'll they were bringing up stuff I completely forgot about, and I was like, oh yeah, oh I'm glad they're addressing this because if I had remembered that, I would be wondering, you know, what was that all about and stuff like that. And I think of I think of stuff like that most recent like Professor Layton game, the uh, about her his assistant uh, Layton's mystery journals, and that one was just full of like red herrings and, and i remember being pretty annoyed at that so i'm glad this is is not like that um i will say um structure wise the environment you're in it kind of just sucks running across across those big long bridges the bridges yeah true <laughs> like it looks cool from like a science fiction standpoint but the other part is just like it's just is there really no way to just kind of like warp like they don't have like a yeah. moving sidewalk like an like a, at an airport and all i can think is like are they using this to like mask a load or something um, yeah but at the same time like i'm playing mm-hmm. this one on the my series x it's the, it's the first i guess chunk of outer worlds i'm playing on the series x looks and runs better than it ever has and the loading this game has always had long loads they're so much faster now you know jumping into the um fast traveling around is so much better although the map still loads slowly i don't get why that map sucks so much it's a super unoptimized piece of shit game in general uh but it's fun <laughs> like it's yeah it's not well optimized just in general it's janky as fuck that map i'm also surprised that map i'm gonna mention ridiculous. this every time i have the opportunity because so obsidian got bought by microsoft mm-hmm. this game still does not support smart like quick resume oh weird okay <laughs> Every time it's going to be like a first party thing, I'm going to I'm just going to ask, like, why is this not like if you're a Microsoft studio, you got to support quick resume. That's what we hang our hat on. I don't. So here's another one that doesn't do that, which is odd. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had fun. That was good. Uh, so is there anything else you played? No, that's it. 
Uh, okay, I'll just continue at this point. Fall Guys Season 4 came out. <clears throat> oh, right. Yeah, I want to play that. So I jumped in. I did my typical, I'll play this for a night or two, see the new stuff, probably not come back. This is future-themed, so everything yeah. is like, you know, techno-y, and it looks like you're inside Tron, kind of. Um, the music, still great. Cl- they're doing the classic, taking the original theme and then remixing it. They're always great with their music. Love it. <clears throat> uh, when you load it up now, there's a big old Epic Games logo in the bottom right corner. Um, since, you know, they just got makes purchased, sense. so that, that makes sense. Um, yep. They added a few more things. This isn't just like some new stages, new themes. Uh, they, they added some stuff uh, with like the UI. For example, uh, it now has daily challenges that you can work towards to okay. get you bonus uh, currency and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of fun. You have some dailies to go in and get to one of the dailies. And again, I only played for like one night was win around, which I think is like, that's the hardest daily you could like <laughs> give me <laughs> like, you know, I'm coming from like an apex legends background when it comes to like my daily challenges. Never once has it been win a game. Cause that's ridiculous. I think my entire time I've won one game of fall guys. Um, oh. anyway, so <clears throat> So there's dailies, which is fun to do. There's also squad games you can play where it'll put you into a team of randos. And then based on how each of your team members do in the map, you kind of get points based on like if you completed it, when you completed it, how far into the map you made it. And then your total score will it'll move you on or not. They took the Twitch rivals uh, scoring system and put it in the game. Essentially, that's what they've been using for they're like when this game was really popular, Twitch Rivals was doing like a weekly thing. And that's they just kind of took that and put it in. Makes right. sense. Why wouldn't you? Um, it's that's kind of cool to have in the chat, though. They are pointing out and this is a, a kind of an issue. If someone in your squad disconnects, you're pretty handicapped. It's not going to like yeah. give you bonus points. Um, and from what I understand, a lot of people, when they fail, instead of sitting there and waiting to see if their team pulls it off, they just disconnect um yeah which as someone who plays a lot of apex legends a game all about reviving your squad and you're still in the fight yeah i could definitely see people doing that because everyone's an asshole um or children like they don't care they just want to move just on. don't play the squad game if you're not going to play by the rules of the squad <laughs> game don't yeah. go into this playlist i don't know just like hey i agree with you man but i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I get enough of this shit at Apex. I don't need it in my other games, but here it is. <laughs> um, I yeah. actually didn't play too much of the squad one, because if you select that playlist, it puts you in the pool of playing every stage. And I was like, well, I don't want to play some of the like season one stages. I want to play just the new stuff. Right. Um, the new stuff is hard. It's, they're good stages, but some of them are real hard and are and just pretty tricky. So that's exciting for sure. Um, okay. But yeah, you you know, you get alien costumes pretty early on, so that's fun. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely worth jumping back into. It's it's a free new season. You don't have to pay for this and all that, which is pretty cool. So seven new um, maps, huh? In this. Yeah, I think like. I've seen I want to say four or five of them. It does, however, do the kind of the bummer thing if you so if you put go into the playlist of just the new stuff, you mm-hmm. know, the way Fall Guys works is they definitely designate specific stages can only be played during specific rounds. So your first stage is always going to be 
one specific one because they only made one, you know, round one stage, round two stage. So, um, anyway, uh, that's fall guys. The last thing I'll mention, um, still going with bravely default Two. In fact, I just beat it right before we played. Uh, we started the show. I mean, mm-hmm. and then just like a, a Japanese game turns out that's not the end of it. There's a whole bunch more. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. So, uh, you're still in it <laughs> now i'm just now i'm just wondering like okay i i saw credits uh-huh. but this clear this is but that ending it's to the point where it's like that ending was so bad that they just gave me mm-hmm. it's like why even put it in there like it, like it's it's so it's it, not only is it a bad ending but it's almost like it's so inconsequential with how the story's going it's like well, i don't even know why this is in here besides just to frustrate me like someone was just like, and then we're gonna get them. We're gonna pull the rug from under their feet, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is great! I loved falling over." No, didn't you say I that uh, Bravely Default is known for pulling like some weird like twist? Is this the so, twist? So that was my next point. Bravely Default is known for having a, a cool twist. There is no cool twist in this game. I mean, you're talking about it a, right now, right? It's not. It's you not. You're done, and now the, you're the, not. <laughs> there's no, I guess the, the twist is the game's not over, but like the whole reasoning behind it is, it, I like, it's not a twist. I would not call it a twist from a narrative <laughs> okay. standpoint. It's just the game continues. Right. Okay. Like hmm. a whole bunch of the storylines aren't even done yet. So you you do this chunk, this part, and then it's like, well, we still haven't done this stuff. I guess we'll continue doing the other stuff we've been doing the whole game. Like, I don't know. If there isn't a substantial twist in this back chunk, which if they put a sub, which, okay, let me say my first part. If if there isn't a substantial twist in this back chunk, I'm going to be upset. (laughs) If they put a substantial twist in this back chunk, (laughs) I'm going to be so confused why they would even do that. It would like, that makes no sense to me. And it makes, and it'll make me more upset about this dumb fake ending. It's not even a fake ending. It's, this game has lost you just completely I, at this point. <laughs> it, like at this point, I put I put 40 hours into it. Like I, I just got to see it through. Right. If I could go back and tell Sean, put those 40 hours into finishing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I would have. <laughs> wow. I would be I would be done with that. I don't think Bravely Default 2 is worth <laughs> playing. Wow. OK. And <sighs> yeah, I just bummer. So I don't know. There are much better RPGs I could have put my time into. Um, that's all I've been playing. John, is there anything you wanted to talk about? Nope, I haven't played anything. More Tron Bond on Mondays, and that's it. I haven't played any games in my spare time. <clears throat> okay, well, let's do some news. Uh, Alright, this first one got announced today. I saw that. They're making a Ghost of Tsushima movie because the snake eats its tail. Yep. All I uh, all I can assume is this gonna this is gonna be just like a bad Kurosawa movie at this point. Like, yep, I, what I assume too. I don't. Know. This was my game of the year, and I don't care for this. <laughs> I don't need this as a movie. There's plenty of Kurosawa movies I could just go watch, either again or that I haven't seen yet. Or you could just play uh, the freaking game, which has a great movie like story in it. Like I don't right, know. but I mean, still, I yeah, I don't know. Waste Hopefully of time it'll be money. cool. 
I I sure. don't know. I'm I'm not, it doesn't make me excited, but this is happening, I guess. Uh directed by one of the directors of John Wick. So I guess that's something to look forward to. Interesting pairing there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw people being like, I wonder who they're gonna get as to to be Jin. Who who what actor are they gonna get? And then some people being like, why don't they get the actual actor who yeah. played Jim? He did a pretty good <laughs> job. But, but I mean, there's no way they would do that, right? The, yeah, this is a whole conversation I don't want to have online. Yes, they won't do that um, for reasons. They won't do that because uh, they got to get the Hollywood types. Anyway, that's a good game. You should play that yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Speaking of video games, how was that transition? GameStop. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth. Reggie, Reggie Fizeme has quit the GameSpot board of directors. Good for him, man. That was pretty short lived. But do you think he goes like during my time at GameStop, I raised its stock value 400 percent? I would. Um, I mean, because it's not it's not wrong, right? During his time, the stock r- rose whatever that absurd number was, and then you could just put that where that as a badge of honor. So stupid. I mean, yeah. anyone, anyone with common sense will know that's not the case, but yeah, no, if you can get away with the brag for it, you should probably take it. I bet the people he would say that to just don't really know. Like, they're not going to spend the time to look into the game stops. I don't know. Who knows? Also, he has, why does he care? He's retired twice now. He's double retired, so good for Reggie. Yeah, I still don't get why he did it in the first place. I'm with you. I don't get it either. It will, he wanted it to challenge, probably, maybe. And I, was I don't. He, was he bored? I, must be. It could have been bored in retirement. It could have also been. I bet it was a pretty easy job that he just gets a paycheck from. Yeah, I could see because he just gets to come in there and be like. How about you guys try uh, giving a shit? Hey, check. <laughs> check. <clears throat> he was also yeah. actually he was probably like offered the job because they knew it would. It, I bet it raised the stock when that was announced. They get you get a big name like Reggie, the guy you know, top a Nintendo. That's a big get. So he was probably just getting a paycheck. Yeah. Maybe a favor to somebody, too. You never know. It's probably something like that, though. Yeah. Or maybe his, like, son or you know, nephew works at GameStop and got him in. Said Put a good word in for Reggie. Or wanted to, and then Reggie put in a good word for him. <laughs> yep, maybe. <clears throat> Who knows? Um, speaking of video games... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Discord... There's a pretty big <laughs> rumor that Microsoft might buy Discord for $10 billion. Gotta make that money. Good for Discord, man. They should do it. Good Sell for Discord. Shit. Yeah. Uh, and then the big worry is, remember when uh, Microsoft bought Skype? Yeah. Yeah, but Skype was always yeah. garbage. I don't know, Before man. We used too. Skype for years. It was the you only don't use option. it anymore. Like... If you can't even get the top-down perspective to use your program, <laughs> we're, we're, we're like, Jesus. you got something wow. wrong. Go, like, what are you going to do, man? Yeah. I don't know, was always that's, trash. Pretty, that's good for Discord. Uh, yeah. 
I just don't want Dis- Discord to like turn into some kind of like business thing, which I'm assuming Microsoft is going to want to do. Okay, like I like the whole, like maybe like, like I, I when I <clears throat> describe Discord to people, I'm like, oh, hey, it's Slack, but like fun and for gamers, which I know it's like bigger than that at this point. But that's kind of how it started. So I just don't want it to become Slack. But I bet that's what Microsoft wants. Uh, maybe I saw this as a like, hey, people can play Sea of Thieves on PC and Xbox with their friends, like cross platform. They should be able like they should be able to join the server maybe from your Xbox. Buddy pushes a button, jumps in your Discord channel on Xbox. Done. Foip solution. Yeah, that would be cool if they get like further integration in the Xbox. Yep. Hopefully. I guess we'll see. None of this is even confirmed. This is just a. Yeah, I thought the same article mentioned like uh, it's likely that instead Discord's going to go public. Like there was just a possibility. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, the 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 thing here is that Microsoft's in talks. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No deal exactly is imminent. Discord may opt to go public instead. Right. So we shall see. Yep. Uh, Niantic. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Sorry, wait. Um, speaking of video games, <laughs> Niantic okay. makes uh-huh. Pokemon Go, and yep. now they're working on a Pikmin AR experience. Why not? Yeah, I, I mean, don't know, Pikmin is you. just what would like you, what would you want scuffed an Pokemon? AR so why not Pikmin game to be? You go around finding monsters and items to pick up and sell for treasure. So you'll you'll make it so it's also a spin-off like pollution game. You have to find garbage and get rid of it and doing that gets you in-game currency. That'd be cute. Do you like find the Pikmin around and then when you collect a bunch of them and then you like find like a big like a big chomper guy and you throw them all at the chomper guy and watch them destroy him slowly? Yep. But you got to whistle. You got to make sure you whistle so you save them. Otherwise, the Pikmin die. Because the Pikmin True. aren't smart. Don't the, yeah, don't put them in the water. True. They'll drown and turn into unless a ghost. Unless it's the blue one. The blue one. What's the slow rock one? Wasn't there like a black one? Uh, There's literally, yeah, just rock. And then there's the purple ones. <clears throat> I don't know. This doesn't excite me. But maybe I'm not thinking of something that they are. Were you ever really a Pikmin fan to begin with? Like, that's not like a played- taking a shot. It's just straight up like, this seems like it's a really niche market they're aimed at at this point. I like totally. Pikmin. I played through all of three. I enjoyed my time with Pikmin. Oh. Um, okay. If it's somebody on this podcast, I fucking hate Pikmin. So you might be thinking about me. No, I just didn't realize that Sean <laughs> played through the games. I just didn't think he was into it. <laughs> There's not a lot of it's Pikmin true. games I don't really to play think through. Of like, Pikmin. they're old games at this point. But yeah, no, I played through all of three. I, I, I enjoy some Pikmin. I just, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, Pokemon Go was fun for like, I played that for like a year. So, we'll see. Uh, here's a, speaking of video games, uh, there's a small little story here about Xbox Live being rebranded to Xbox Network. Okay. Uh, the uh, I, I guess the understanding is they're trying to differentiate it between Xbox Live Gold and having just access to online. This comes in the wake of 
being able to play free to play games on your Xbox now. Uh, currently, that is just for people who are in like the like alpha skip ahead program, the Xbox Insider stuff. So that's not fully available yet. But I'm assuming it's so that they can say stuff like you can get on the Xbox network for free. But if you want this stuff, you need Xbox Live Gold as opposed to saying you need Xbox Live and, or you need Xbox Live Gold. Sure. One less buzzword to say, basically. <clears throat> yeah, make it a little clearer. Do you guys remember Xbox Live Silver accounts on like the 360? Yeah, and weren't those the free ones? Those were like the free ones. There was like you could also get you had like an offline account. But if you were like online, it was silver unless you paid for the multiplayer. Then that was gold. Ugh. Just all the different stuff. Do you remember the zones on the 360? What, like, what? gamer zone you were into? Oh, yeah. right. Like, hardcore, racer, fighting, all that. No, no, it was, um, it was, like, pro. There was three underground, of them. Underground. Yeah. Underground, yeah. I think wow. family and recreational. And I believe mm. there was a secret one called Cheater. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that you could get that put in secret zone <clears throat> wow um and i mean i think everyone who was anyone put underground because why would you not put underground? totally yeah uh anyways yeah xbox um speaking of video games batman arkham knight or arkham knights what is gotham knights oh my god mm-hmm. this game has been delayed to next year okay that's fair. sure Yep. yep. Pretty Another much expected that at this point. Yeah, because yep. it was supposed to come out this year and we haven't heard jack shit about it, so that makes sense. Yep, just add it to the list of games getting delayed. I'm sure it's not the end of that. Totally. Um, but speaking of video games, Genshin Impact is the quickest mobile game to make a billion dollars. Yes. It beat out uh, Pokemon Go by like a few months, right? I don't know what the second oh place was. Does this article mention it? Really? Yes. Autoplay? Fuck off. Taking less than six months to do so, Genshin Impact has outpaced other hit titles such as Pokemon Go, Lineage M, which I have never heard of, mm-hmm. uh, and Clash Royale. Good job, Genshin Impact. Good for them, man. I mean, that's a full real game you can play. <clears throat> I got to get off this site. Videos are just blaring at me. <laughs> Thanks, game. Spot. I scrolled down a little bit, and the next one like started playing. I was like, "Oh god." <laughs> um, speaking of video games, uh, mm-hmm. reports. This comes from thegamer.com, which I've oh. never heard of. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of people. Yeah, no, you read the story first. I'll talk about this. So, like, a lot okay. of people were running with this. Uh, which kind of gave it a little more attention than I would have expected. Again, okay. the website is thegamer.com. Yeah. Uh, apparently a bunch of the kind of legacy PlayStation Network stores are going to be closing down over the next few months. John, what were you going to add to that? I was going to say, apparently this site is known for kind of just making up shit without actually having sources for clicks. So uh, take uh, this with a grain of salt until Sony actually confirms it. Cool. Okay. Gotcha. Well, thanks the gamer.com. Anyway, if it is real, PSP and PS3's stores are going down on July 2nd, while the Vita store stays open to August 27th. Um 
Can you guys think of any games people need to pick up? Yes. Uh, I actually plugged it in because I was like, fuck, I need Yakuza Dead Souls in case I ever want to play that. And I'm not like I'm not going to a store. So, okay, I plugged in my PS3 and going to pick that up as soon as I finish. But that is physical. You could get a physical copy if you needed it. The only one I could think of that I saw was uh, Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo Jungle, Vib Ribbon in English. Those are a couple that came to mind. Those are good for sure. Yeah, there's not many, which I guess is good that there's not many. Uh, I guess this is a bummer for anyone with a PSP Go. But I mean, the number of people oh, playing yeah. PSP Go at this point has to be like five. And one is Jim Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And last one, I'm assuming this gets you excited. Payday 3 is happening. Cool, although yeah. like, that was kind of we always knew that was going to be the case. Uh, specifically, they've gone through everything, getting kind of greenlit with their publishers and everything, and they are like beginning development now is the is the big deal. They finally uh, saved enough money from all the DLC they said they weren't going to put out anymore and then continued putting out and now they're able to pay for it. So good for them. Yeah. Um, they have a release date of 2023. There's a whole blog post over at starbreeze.com if you want to read about it. Um, what are you guys looking for in a Payday 3? Payday 2 on a newer engine. You don't want any new features? There's nothing you're like, I wish this. I wish you could do this? Uh, that'll be fixed by a new engine just in general, I think. Like a modernization. Being able to like ping would be something great. So you could actually tell randos, move here without having to move there and jump up and down. Just shit like that. Okay. Basic sure. stuff that every other game has now. <clears throat> what about you, John? What do you want on a payday three? Uh I kind of want all the craziness that they had in payday two. Like I, I want more of those live action cutscenes. I want more of yeah. uh, weird crossovers with like John Wick and Hotline Miami. Yep. I don't know. Hopefully sure. that happens. All right, that does it for news. Um, let's do some questions. If people would like to send in questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And I can read this first one from Kevin, who writes, You have been given the magical ability to switch two games' budgets in the past or the future. What games do you pick? For example... Switch the Final Fantasy VII budget with the Bravely Default 2 budget and make Bravely Default 2 look amazing, but then Final Fantasy VII looks like a 3DS game. Okay, I see where he's going with this. I think he means Final Fantasy VII Remake in his example, but... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Grand Theft Auto's budget with a Tetris game. (laughs) Oh my god! <laughs> so good. Is that you just jump like into the Tetris piece you want, and then you slam it down? <laughs> <into the laughs> Is it just like keep picking Grand Theft Auto because it's like the highest one, and then in, in, insert yep. it into any game you like? Pretty, Pretty much. much. That yep. means at that point, though, you're going to be kind of ruining Grand Theft Auto by. I am its okay budget. with this. 
So that Damn. means you would. You, so you're okay with pulling the plug on Grand Theft Auto Online, the most popular game yeah. in the world? Yeah, I'm with wow. him. I'll second that motion. Wow, we're gonna make a lot of enemies real fast. <laughs> um, well, then they might make Grand Theft Auto Six instead. Then at that point, <laughs> that's kind of a maybe. good point. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah, what would he, what would a high budget Tetris game like? What would that be? What are you looking for? That you don't, you're not getting. I don't know, but that's what I want to know. I, that, that's why I'm putting that budget there because I want to see what they can do. Like I want, like give me like you know Tetris effect style. Like add all this other stuff, and like have like Tetris ninety nine meets Tetris effect meets something else, which I haven't figured out because I don't have the budget of Grand Theft Auto to put into this. <laughs> and it's and, it, yeah. and it's eight K. And it runs at 120 frames a second it's flawlessly. Um, and it's got ray tracing in there. Uh, Hyper-realistic yeah, yeah. Tetris pieces. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I would love... Um, not necessarily David Cage himself, but one of his games, I would love those with like a, an even bigger budget because those games always look so nice. So I just kind of would love them to look even nicer. Okay, sure. I think that'd be pretty good. Hmm. I, I wish that Battletoads game was better. Cause yeah, it seems like they ran out of budget. Or you know what? Yeah. I actually don't really care if that game exists. So you could just give that whole game to the Scott Pilgrim game just to make that better. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, that would be cool, especially with like all the cartoons and stuff. That would have been cool to see some like animated hand drawn cartoons for the Scott Pilgrim game. That would be neat. Yeah, that would have been very cool. All right. All right, VGC Kenny. Square Enix comes to you and says, hey, we got Disney to agree to one non-Square Enix game for Kingdom Hearts 4. No limits. We want you to pick the video game series. Which video game do you pick to be in Kingdom Hearts 4? Mario. That's Oh, that would actually be kind of neat. How about Yakuza? I think that'd oh, be pretty man. good with the cast of characters. I would, and... I would like to see Majima fight the Heartless. That would be actually pretty entertaining. And there would be like a Tokyo area, the downtown cabaret club, whole all that nonsense. Yeah, that doesn't seem too good. far off. That like they got they got Final Fantasy in there. That doesn't seem too far off. What are you thinking, Paul? You want Resident Evil in there? No. What about like I'm trying to I mean the easy answer is something like Doom or something. Like I just want to rip and tear Heartless because that seems Everything like the easy sure. go to. Okay. Yeah. Like um, the Doom Slayer. What about like a visual novel series of some sort? I'm just trying to pick which one. Something like Hotel Dusk, some game nobody's ever heard of that just gets brought back to life. I'd also so be like down in that's Phoenix Wright, I feel. Phoenix yeah, Phoenix so like, 
I guess here's a question for, for John. When they jump into these other games, does the gameplay change to those games or is it still like an action adventure game? Uh, it can be a mix of both out. where like it has elements of those games, uh, but also it still has the core Kingdom Hearts gameplay if you want it to. Give me, give me an example of like an element that was brought in. Well, remember in Kingdom Hearts 3 where the Pirates of the Caribbean stage no. where, you know, you piloted a ship I, around? No, mm. I don't remember that. Okay. I have not played. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, in Kingdom Hearts 3, like you, you can tr- you can do that. You like control a boat and it's kind of okay. like a dumbed down Assassin's Creed Black Flag style. Sure. Yeah. Phoenix Wright would be pretty good then if you could put some of those characters into a courtroom battle. Like, yeah, now I'm thinking like so it happens kind of midway through, you know, shit's popping off. The story's bonkers and dumb. And it's like, all right, Phoenix and Edgeworth, each of you have like one evening to talk to your, res- you know, respective sides and come t- to the courtroom tomorrow morning. We're going to hash this out. And you, and then Edgeworth is there having to try and defend. Insert. Uh, uh, just say the heartless. Kingdom, you can you can just heartless. say the heartless. OK, yeah, I was going to you know, I was going to say insert Kingdom Hearts villain here. And then as, as Phoenix has to. Or I guess Phoenix is defending them and, and Edworth is prosecuting them. I think that'd be pretty good. It's, it's a goofy up on the stand. <laughs> now I kind of want it just really because good. of seeing goofy on the stand. Yeah. And you know, at some point when he does his like breakdown and now he's like cr- crazy goofy or someone who was like wearing a goofy skin <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> goofy skin. Pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, he has a second part of the question, <clears throat> or sorry, just a second question in general. If Nintendo were to be bought out by Sony or Microsoft, which would you prefer? Microsoft, 100%. I fucking hate Sony's. We're not going to work with anybody. Bullshit. Can't stand it. It's kind of it's kind of matches Nintendo's we're not going to learn the internet bullshit, though. So they could both just be grumps together. Look, man, Microsoft actually puts games out on PC so I don't have to buy their fucking console. Nintendo should work with them and do the same. I think Microsoft seems kind of just more open and and exciting. So, yeah, that makes kind of sense. What do you think, John? Same thing, mainly because of the same reason, too. Xbox Live. So imagine Nintendo games with actually good online. On Game Pass, too. Some of their older stuff. Man. Yeah, Game Holy Pass smokes. is basically just what Virtual Console was, but for modern games. So Totally. Yep. Totally. Yeah. All right. Hebrew Lantern writes in and says, Battle Royale with Hanna-Barbera characters. All of the Hanna-Barbera characters enter a coliseum. Only one exits alive. All right. Okay, so which one of these beats Godzilla? Because Godzilla's is Godzilla on here and Godzilla wins. Godzilla's a Hanna-Barbera character? Yeah, cartoon. There's a Godzilla cartoon. Oh, yeah, for three years. Wow. Casper the Friendly Ghost, because he's a ghost. He cannot be hurt. (laughs) Oh, God. He's a ghost. (laughs) Well, but in turn, can he he hurt others? I'm trying to think. It's been a long time since I watched Casper. He's friendly. He's friendly. Yeah, that's true. He might not hurt anyone. He's got his 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 uncles might be jerks though, and I guess he's also got Wendy. Mm. 
Well, I think it's like every man for themselves, right? You can't you can't show up in a, I guess it's yeah. like a squad. Um, that screws over the Scooby Doo gang then at that point. Yeah, that's oh, true. Shit, the mean, Powerpuff so, Girls counts in this apparently. Uh, ooh. Powerpuff Girls is a pretty that's a pretty big one. I feel like if there's a yeah. if there's a squad, you have to pick kind of a representative. Like each one, each kind of show has to pick a representative to to put into the ring. That's that's how I think it would make the most sense. Why well, you can solo join in a squad game in battle royale games? Just be like, yeah, solo me against squads of four. I'm Godzilla. Who gives a shit? Yeah, no, well, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I think it makes more sense if it, if it's more of if it's more if it's only solos. Sure. Powerpuff Girls is a strong threat. I mean, you, you would you pick like like Blossom? Just throw them just throw them all in there and they have to fight each other to the death too. Well, then it just becomes who's the strongest Powerpuff Girl, which is Buttercup. Well, this is this is literally oh, is, is who's the strongest Hanna-Barbera character, period. So, yes, it is who's the strongest Powerpuff Girl. It's a battle royale. And if we're going singles, they can't all win. I hate that these are like they're like some of these are just like Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> like same same with the Scooby Doo gang. These. They're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Um so many of actually I would say 95% of these are like you're dead. Sorry. <laughs> A lot of these <laughs> characters though and at, at, like I don't know how much cartoon logic we're doing here. Some of these people can't die. Like Tom and Jerry right. have been through complete nonsense and they are unkillable. Yeah. Right. That kind of goes with almost all of them then. Like a lot of them deal with real fucked up shit. Some, like some of them anyway. And like, yeah. How do you kill Casper? How do you kill that which has no life? Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, do they have the real Ghostbusters? Was that them? Uh, I don't I, think so. I don't think no, so. It no. isn't. Like the Flintstones, Fred is uh, like uh, inhumanly strong. We know that, but I don't think he's <laughs> going to be able to beat like laser beams. He can't fly like the Powerpuff Girls. I don't think Fred could even beat the Jetsons. So yeah, he's also a Neanderthal, I, so he's a fucking moron. But he's got, but he's got the strength though, right? Yeah, it doesn't. And it's fight or flight. Like he would, he would know to fight. Dexter could throw a fucking like acidic potion at him and say it's beer or something, and he'll drink it because he's a fucking moron. Okay, yeah. So Fred's not getting far. Do you think Dexter gets far? He'd probably build like a robot. Suit, no. Right? <laughs> yeah, but he's still not getting that far. He's still. I don't think he's getting that far. <laughs> yeah, he gets thwarted John- in his own fucking show. So, <laughs> John, who's your Jetsons representative, and how do you think he fares? <laughs> Jetson's rep, <laughs> Rosie the robot. Because I feel like I was gonna say, is it Rosie? Oh yeah, it's probably yeah. Rosie the robot. Or, or is it the boss guy who's like a jerk? Oh, he didn't, Mister Cogswell or whatever, Sp- Mister Spacely. Yeah, he didn't do much. Yeah. No, he didn't. Okay, he yelled, so Rosie. And he I think Rosie would lose for the same reason Dexter's robot would root, like lose. All right, yeah. Well, Johnny Dexter, Bravo Dexter could though. send in M for Monkey <clears throat> or the Justice Friends. Oh shit, the Justice yeah. Friends. I think that's a the Justice Friends I think could go toe to toe with the Powerpuff Girls. Unfortunately, they're idiots. 
<laughs> Whereas the Powerpuff Girls aren't. Yeah. Okay, yeah, if yeah, you're going to no. be stupid, you have to be unkillable or, like, basically unkillable. They got the, what, Kronk? What's the juice? What's the, ju- from the Justice Friends? The, the infragable Kronk. Infragable Kronk. What, and then the Val Hallen and Major Glory. Val Hallen, Major Glory. There we go. Yeah, I think the the Powerful Crows will outsmart them. Okay, again though, I want to have a serious conversation about Johnny Bravo's <laughs> likelihood of making it very far. <laughs> I think he would get weirdly far because people wouldn't want to mess with him for a long time. No, I think I think it's a case of like he's been people beat up on him so often he's actually become like nigh indestructible. You're saying okay. he's he's been I hit see. so many times that his skin is hardened like an yep. exoskeleton. He's built up sure. an immunity because of it. His weakness, though, you either get a hot chick or right. you knock his glasses off and he can't be seen without his glasses. Mm. So there, that's why Josie and the Pussycats are there to knock out. That's Johnny right. Bravo. Yep. There it is. Bring it, bring <laughs> yeah, it full yeah. circle, baby. Let's go. I don't think he's making it very far. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. I just watched Scoob, so there was a bunch in there. <laughs> Blue Falcon? That's a character, right? Sure. Probably. Somewhere. Okay, what about Harvey Birdman? Which version of Harvey Birdman? The, like, the lawyer one or the actual Birdman? <laughs> the lawyer one, obviously. <laughs> It's not, he's not getting very far. He's not getting very okay. far. Yeah. He's Cow like, I'm chicken? not getting paid for this. I'm out. <clears throat> Cow and chicken. Ooh, they're pretty tough. Okay. I think this really comes down to, I got four characters here. Let me give you a top four, and I want to see how this guy, this feels. All right? You guys can, you know, swish uh-huh. it around your mouth. Let me know what, how this feels. Yeah. Godzilla. Buttercup yeah. from the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Okay. Captain Planet. Ooh. And Papa shit. Bear from the Bernstein Bears. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there had to be one joke. He controls the Mandela there. effect. They'll think he's dead because they went for the Bernstein Bears. <laughs> oh, my God. I do like the idea of like you're like I'm I'm watching I'm thinking of like a battle and the shot is like Papa Bear getting like you know like a like a laser beam right to the chest and he's dead. Yeah. And then like 15 minutes later he shows up and they're like what's going on and he's like you actually killed Papa Bear Bernstein. I'm Papa Bernstein. Oh god. Just like the Kaiser Soze moment. He just like walks away as they're crowning the other guy. <laughs> it's a battle royale winner. Yeah, I almost feel like you can't, you shouldn't include Godzilla in this. That's so it's in the fucking list. preposterous. It's in the list we were handed. It's so preposterous, <laughs> and it's kind of not in the spirit of Hanna Barbera characters because it's actually like another character that they probably just like were contracted to do. I feel like. I in, on one hand I agree, on the other hand, this list has seventy seven shows, and I feel like that's the bounds we have to be in. If you want to have like okay. a winner A, winner B, I'm willing to hear that argument. I don't think no. I care that much to go to that extreme. Totally. 
So do you agree it comes down to those three then? Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you need someone that can take out Casper. <clears throat> okay, so you think Casper's in the... So, so would you say the top four is Godzilla, Buttercup, Captain Planet, and Casper? Captain Planet gets his ass handed to him a lot, honestly. <laughs> He, like, gets weaker by, like, people polluting around him. (laughs) Godzilla alone has a nuclear breath. Did you see what happens when there's nuclear waste around Captain Planet? He crumbles. He's a fucking nothing. All right. I mean, I was just including him because he's like a like a superhero. And I felt like he had a a chance. I'm willing to say he is the fourth out of those four. Okay, so we're down to a top three. Okay. We're down Wait, to Godzilla, what? Buttercup, and Casper the Friendly so, Goat. <laughs> oh shit! God- oh no, there is there is someone that can deal with with Casper. Pac Man. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> well, he, so here's the other thing I was about to bring up, and I, it's been a long time since I've seen the Casper movie. I feel like the uncles, they get like beat up in some way, like there was some way to harm them. Well, you can harm anything. They can't die, though. They weren't murdered or killed. (laughs) Right. But to be fair, in none of these shows are are any of these characters going to die. Yeah, we'll never see how to kill any of them. So we have to kind of we we have to fill in the blanks of of this Mad Lib, if you will. Sure. So how did they get okay. hurt? Because in some way of getting hurt, theoretically, if you just repeat that enough, you could kill them. Do you guys remember the Casper movie enough to remember how the uncles uh, got beaten? They were they were stretchy. They could sort of be grabbed if they were willing to let yeah. you grab them. Okay. So it's basically up to them to let you be able to do that. Yeah, they mostly kind of just did it to fuck with people. Like, oh, maybe we can like do like they kind of just did it themselves. Actually, I don't know that people actually harmed them. Okay, so I mean, so at some point, Casper's going to have to decide: I'm going to become solid for a minute so I can punch you, because he's going to have to start fighting, right? Yeah. And at that point, it becomes down to when he, and then I think Buttercup could is fast or is like fast enough to get yeah. the upper hand it, whenever. Casper solidifies himself. Like, I just don't think he has Probably. the fighting prowess to, to beat anyone. Maybe he's got the speed on Godzilla. Godzilla but can't take point. out Casper. There's no way. But I don't, I don't think, think Casper could do anything to Godzilla. No, Casper can't. That's like those two can't do anything Did, to each other. And again, I, I forget my Casper knowledge. Can they possess people and control their bodies? Yes. Oh, okay. They do That's that in the movie. Now. Okay. At that point, I think Casper becomes a major threat. Okay. <clears throat> it's unfortunate we don't know the rules towards how that works <laughs> for possession in the Casper universe. That would be good to know. Well, what do you, well, what are you thinking? Because I, I, I think if, if we can come up with a rule that seems logical enough, like if, I, if Casper oh. possesses somebody and walks them off the edge... Like of a cliff or whatever, they are out. They they would lose, and Casper can fly up. You know who we've been ignoring this whole time? Popeye. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, kind of a one punch man scenario. Yeah, exactly. What if, what if he doesn't get his spinach though? That he's not a threat at all. I mean, he's let's assume he hands. gets. It. Let's assume for for fair fight's sake, he gets his spinach. He eats it at the beginning. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I want to say everyone kind of gets like their best chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. At each other. You, so really, are you so so i guess the question here is could popeye stuffed full of stuffed to the brim with spinach yeah. spinached up if you will a spinached yeah. popeye yeah uh-huh <laughs> what would that do to a godzilla oh he would i don't think God, he would punch godzilla and he turn into a rack of ribs <laughs> a okay. rack of ribs <laughs> okay um then what would that do to a powerpuff girl he wouldn't hit a girl. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. Chivalry. Yeah. I so this, the true does this killer. come down to Casper versus Buttercup? It That's might actually come down to Casper it versus might, Buttercup. It might, yeah. What do you what do you think happens, Paul, when you're when you're playing this out in your head? How do you see that fight going down? <clears throat> I think Casper steps aside and because he's a friendly ghost and says, you know what? Like, this seems more important to you. You can have it. Because he's a little but, bitch okay. and won't fight till the sure. end. But okay. yeah, but Buttercup gets mad about that and still tries to attack him anyways. And then she probably gets too mad and <laughs> screws up something. And then Casper wins by default. Then Casper controls her. She just starts bubbling and then explodes and Casper is left as the only one standing. She blows up from the inside out somehow. <laughs> I don't know if he has that power. <laughs> the friendly exploding ghost. <laughs> yeah, he's been holding. He's like, I have this one ability I've been holding back this whole time. <laughs> it's kind of a like a like a, uh, you know, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. And using his like. In yep. big in power he's been holding this i've been trying this one out guys jumping up thanos's um, butt like everybody wanted and for some reason some people <laughs> thought would happen <laughs> yeah. i think i could see i think i hear casper shouting you know the famous danny phantom i'm going ghost and he flies right into buttercup <laughs> and then, yeah, she starts she starts like shaking yeah convulsing and, and just explodes and, and then when the blood mist clears there's just casper standing there yeah yeah. yeah, floating. Fatality. <laughs> All right, Flawless they get it. There's victory. the battle royale. Casper the friendly ghost. Sukusuku writes, uh, "Do games getting re- removed from stores count as FOMO, or is that something else? Like, say a license expires. Uh, it- FOMO if you cared about it. Yeah, you yeah, have to care about it. It really it being removed doesn't count as FOMO. No." Not generally. Yeah, there's you. Well, you're not, like, you don't have a feeling of missing out if you didn't care about the game in the first place. Yeah. All right. Linebeck has two questions here. Okay, how do you avoid getting frustrated on stream when a game feels like it's being very uncooperative? I don't. I don't either. Next question. I don't really stream. <laughs> I don't get I don't uh, I don't get frustrated. Next uh, question. I'm what game? <laughs> that's my secret. What game that's do you feel w- would be improved with a Majima everywhere mode to explain in uh, Yakuza Kawami Majima can appear out of nowhere to challenge you to a fight. If he spots you while walking around or if you're doing certain ac- side activities and mini games. Okay. So, 
That's the mode. Are we saying literally Majima is in these other games or like no, just that style of, that? of mode basically? Their okay. version. Okay. Like I could like go for a, a Donkey Kong encounter. game where it's funky mode, where Funky Kong shows up everywhere, and he just kind of gives you like prizes when he shows up. Oh, you're not. You don't have to fight yeah. them. No, you don't have to fight him. Let's let's say in this case you don't have to fight him, but he is everywhere. I feel like that. Like you didn't always have to question. fight Majima. You just usually had to fight Majima. Mm. Is it so? Again, I've only played some of Zero. Is it like the Mister Shakedown? No, it's like you could go into like uh, a Seven Eleven equivalent to go buy some food, and then Majima would be knocking on the window, and he would call you out to fight. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. It's like they're like there's like events everywhere related to him. Like you could be walking down a street and then he would jump out of a sewer grate and there a cutscene would play and you'd have to start fighting him. Okay. Then this makes me think of two games. It makes me think of Hidden My Game by Mom. And the mom Yeah, of course it does. The ones stalking you. And it makes me think of that one game in Wario game where you're trying to play video games and you're if your mom catches you. Oh, gamer? Is it gamer? She turns into like a demon and Mm, rips your soul right. out or whatever i forget what happens i think it's but i'm pretty sure it's that brutal <clears throat> i remember it being that brutal so like this is literally why mr x and resident evil 2 and nemesis and 3 exist it's literally this because yeah. horror would be better if randomly when you're <clears throat> trying to do a thing a monster you can't kill easily wants you to rip you apart <laughs> essentially most horror games i think and they they uh, did that in the, that um new expansion for 3D World with Bowser kind of he pops up yep every now and then right um I do I wouldn't say it improved that experience but that is a thing that that did yeah I'm tr- I'm trying to think of games that like don't have anything like this that that we, we would add to that Final Fantasy VII remake with Sephiroth everywhere that would actually be kind of dope if just like randomly. This motherfucker comes out of nowhere and you're just like, oh, shit. And you have to run away from him. I mean, you kind of get that in the cutscenes. That is kind of what's happening in the yeah. remake. Yeah. He's like haunt- haunted by him, uh, which yeah. is which is kind of cool because of what you like know about all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah I guess that already happens in Pokemon because you're, you know, your rival will just show up and battle you. I can't think of a different game I would want, though. Sure. All right, John, you want to take this last one? Yep, one sec. I didn't have it up. Uh, last question goes from Comet Strider. says, Fire Emblem, Shadow Dragon, and the Blade of Light. Super Mario 3D All-Stars minus retail codes, and Mario 35 will become unavailable in a week by next podcast episode. Do you think anything will take the spots of these three games as limited-time games? Yes, because we're talking about Nintendo. They do this all the time. I, I mean, hope not, not all the time, but it's they're yeah, they're not the only ones that it's not the only time they've done it. I don't want them to. This sucks. <laughs> like, who likes this? Yeah, uh, I yeah. still think this is really stupid that this is happening, but I can't see it happening right away. But I, I can yeah. see them doing it again. But I don't totally. think it's going to be like and on April 1st, we are adding these three things and they're going to be gone by next year in september or something or whatever it is yeah. i feel like yeah. they would have announced that at this point if something like that was going to happen um but they'll probably do something silly like this i don't know here's here's kind of an interesting thought experiment though 
Let's say those games are going to come back in some way. When do you think that happens? Mm. I'm almost expecting the Fire Emblem game to get added to like the NES online setup or something like that because they probably didn't think it was going to sell very well. But I don't have an answer yeah. for uh, the Mario games. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like three all-stars is gone, but now you can buy them all separately or something like I could almost that's what that. that's what a sane company would do. Yeah. I don't know about Mario 35. That might just be dead. They might just kill that. <laughs> for all Which is I a know. bummer because I'm pretty sure people are still playing it a lot. Yeah, I don't know yeah. like why, like what reason would you have to to kill that one? They weren't even taking money for that one. And it and it added value to their online service. Yeah. Uh, so it seems weird to take that away. I don't know. I want to, I want to think like if any of these came back within the year, it almost seems too soon. They'd be like, why'd you do any of this in the first place? Like you were just trying to hike up sales. What are you doing? Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They all come pre-installed on the Switch Pro. That would be incredible. That'll never happen. That'd be real weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. That's going to do it for questions. If you would like to send in a question for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? I guess the Outer Worlds DLC, Murder on Eridanos. Misadventures of Tron Bon. Yeah, mine's also the Outer Worlds DLC. Um, All right, right after this, we'll be going live with our Iconoclast episode of TDP Plus. So if you're a patron, uh, go check out and hang around that. Uh, Otherwise, stay tuned for uh, next week when we are doing our Game of the Year 2009 episode. That'll also be a Patreon live show next week. So get excited for that. My list is just about done, so I'm 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 just about ready to go. <laughs> and uh, the poll also ended today for the April game, and that is going to be Umarangi Generation. So congrats to that game for winning it. Uh, and that's what we will be playing through and discussing next month. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.